This is Outcasting Off Air, a special feature from Outcasting, public radio's LGBTQ youth program. Outcasting is heard online at outcastingmedia.org, on iTunes, and on more than 45 public radio stations affiliated with the Pacifica Radio Network. Hi, I'm Jay, a youth participant in Outcasting's Bureau at Michigan State University. On this edition, Outcaster Brianna, who works in our home studio in Westchester County, New York, talks about the worst lies she ever told. It happened when I was 13. I'm at my aunt and uncle's house for Thanksgiving, watching my little sisters play video games. My cousin turns to look at me from her seat at the table. She grins at me in that way that all relatives do when they're about to ask that question. I have a brief moment of panic before the words leave her mouth. So, any cute boys at school? I hate these questions. I hate them because I can't be honest. Yes, there are a few cute boys at school, but there's also this girl in orchestra who makes my stomach flip every time she smiles. I hate this question, and I hate that I can't answer it honestly. I shrug, tell her that there aren't any boys that have caught my attention, and try to ignore the sick feeling in my stomach. This is the worst lie I've ever told for lots of reasons. And it isn't even a flat-out lie. There weren't any boys who had caught my attention. It's a lie by omission, and it's a lie I'm still telling every time I go to a relative's house. The worst thing about this lie is that it feels necessary. It's the lesser of two evils in my mind. I'd rather deal with the discomfort that comes from lying than whatever fallout may come from honesty. I was 13 and terrified of what my family might think if I told them I didn't completely fit the image they had of me, of a completely normal kid. This lie felt necessary because it came from a place of fear that I might lose them over this. I read an article recently about why children lie, and in it Dr. Belle DePaolo discussed a survey in which she asked college students and adults what they felt the worst lie they had ever told was. She was surprised to find that most people talked about childhood lies, things like, I didn't eat the cookie. DePaolo concluded, For young kids, their lie challenged their self-concept that they were a good child and that they did the right thing. That conclusion resonated with me. The thing I was lying about made me feel like I was no longer a good kid. I didn't want my family to think less of me because I wasn't straight, but I still thought less of myself for lying and for the subject of the lie. The second biggest thing I hate about this lie is how horrible I felt after. When you lie about something small like taking an extra cookie, you're going to feel at least a little bit guilty about the choice you made to sneak that cookie. You made a conscious decision to take the cookie and to lie about taking the cookie. Not to mention that if you get caught lying about the cookie, the fallout won't be too bad. But this, this wasn't something I had a choice in. I couldn't control this. I never made the decision. But because I had only ever heard bad things about queer people, I thought it was something to hide. That I had to hide. It felt, and still feels, like everything I tell my relatives about is a lie. That I am a lie. I feel guilty every time I spend time with them, every time I give non-answers and half-truths. I feel guilty whenever I'm in an LGBT safe space because I'm able to trust strangers more than my own family, and I was raised to believe that family comes first. Of all the lies I've told, from sneaking an extra cookie to not showing my mother failed tests, this one feels the worst.
I like to imagine that one day I'll be at my aunt and uncle's house for Thanksgiving. I'll be watching my little sisters play video games, and my cousin will turn and ask that question. I'll smile and say no, but there is this girl, and everything will be fine. Thanks for listening to Outcasting Off Air, a special feature from Outcasting, public radio's LGBTQ youth program. Outcasting is heard online at outcastingmedia.org, on iTunes, and on more than 45 public radio stations around the country. Outcasting Off Air is a production of Media for the Public Good, a nonprofit organization based in New York. Please visit us at outcastingmedia.org to get information about outcasting, make your tax-deductible donation, watch outcasting videos, access our social media links, and listen to the show. I'm Jay. Thanks, and thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this edition of Outcasting, please make a tax-deductible gift to Media for the Public Good. We can't do programs like this without your support. Visit mfpg.org and click on Support. And connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube at Outcasting Media. Thanks.